Welcome to Young and Adulting, a podcast of the Young Adults community at Christ Fellowship Church. Our hope is to create a safe place for authentic conversation around the ins and outs of life as we all try to navigate following Jesus in the world we live in today. Thanks for joining us and welcome to the conversation. Well, hey, young adults, welcome back to another episode of Young and Adulting. We are here in season two, and I am so excited for today's conversation because I'm joined by some of our favorite people to see every Thursday night. I'm here with Emily and Jonathan, two of our faithful leaders in our young adults ministry. Emily is joining us from our downtown location, and Jonathan has been at our Boynton location, I think, longer than anyone. I'm not really sure. But guys, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for being here. Thank you. Yeah. So today we're just going to have another conversation. We've been talking about relationships all season too long, all summer long, and every kind of relationships. And I'm excited for um, the relationships we're going to be talking about today because they're so important and have been so life-changing for me. And I know for you, and that is our friendships. We're talking about community, godly, biblical, community. And I'm glad you guys are the ones here to be talking about it because I know you care about this. You're great at this. And I know this has meant so much to your lives. And I'm watching you guys now create spaces for other young adults to experience community. So thank you for that. Um, And Emily, why don't you kick us off? Tell us a little bit about yourself, when you started coming to Christ Fellowship, and maybe like a fun fact or something. (laughs) Fun fact. Yeah, I'm so excited for this conversation today. I really am. Uh, I've been at CF for a about a year and a half, mm-hmm. uh, so not super long. A uh, little bit about me. I actually work for a nonprofit, cool. and I get to spend my days um, connecting the local church to the child welfare system. Cool. So we have technology that does that, and I get to do that throughout Florida. It's like a huge passion of mine. So Fun cool. fact, since moving here, I've discovered pickleball, and mm. it has become like life for me. Like I am like all in with pickleball. Wow. I love it. Thank you. Uh, you haven't been here for super long, but it feels oh. like, I told you the other day, it feels like you've been here forever because I feel <laughs> well, like everywhere you. I go, there you are. You're just I at know. all the things, jumping right in, like movement camp, yeah. Thursday nights, Sunday mornings, all the things. And we're so glad you're here. Thank so, you. Jonathan. Tell yeah. us about yourself, the legend himself. <laughs> That's an overstatement. Um, as, as you mentioned, uh, coming from Boynton, literally since day one, yeah. since December 2nd, 2012, when the Point Camps wow. first opened. Wow. So cool. And uh, yeah, just been plugged in since. And really, this has become family. You know, friends become family. And uh, fun fact about me, I'm a Florida native, born and raised. Woohoo! Uh, born in Boca, but raised in Boynton my entire life. It's literally wow. up until last year when I stopped living in Boynton, now living in Delray. So and cool. so it's uh yeah no I mean Florida is Florida is definitely the place to be at. So cool as Florida natives, yes. I feel like we're rare these days. It's so. weird to be a minority in your own state. Yeah, and <laughs> Palm Beach County natives at that. Exactly. So cool and ten years almost at the Boynton location. Yeah. That is crazy. I want to go ahead and jump into this conversation. And um, like I said before, it's just been evident to me that you guys really care about people and um, serving other people, but also having people around you in your own lives. Like you have discovered the fact that if you're surrounded by people that are pointing you to Jesus, you're going to get better. You're yeah. going to grow. You're going to be pointed towards Jesus. And I just wanted to ask, like, have you always been good at this? Has there ever been a time in your life maybe that you've like 
had some struggles finding friends, finding community. Like I know I certainly have. I've been through, I think, more than my fair share of awkward stages where I was like, where do I go? Who do I hang out with? But um, share a little bit about that. Is there ever a time or have you kind of always figured it out? And if so, I need to know the secret to success. (laughs) Yeah, I, uh, no, I have not always been good at this. I don't even, I wouldn't even say like I'm good at it now. I'm just like learning that we need community and like we are going to grow and and live in the way God intended us to do when we live in community with others. So it has not always been a priority of my life. Mm I would say most of my adulthood, a career was the priority of my life. Mm. Um, And then I backfilled friends and I have just learned that that has to be replaced. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, for, for me, I've always sought community, mm-hmm. um, but I was never, I wasn't always really good as far as being a part of community. Um, especially growing up, I was extremely introverted. Yeah. And so it was always a challenge for me to, to cultivate those relationships. Um, but when you find yourself like in a place like CF, mm-hmm. where it's such a healthy space and such a healthy community, it's easy to find great people. Yeah. And when you experience great community, you want to cultivate that for others as well. So I'm just a recipient of great examples, changed my life, and I desire to create that for others. Yeah. Something that I think is a common denominator between both of you is that you are planted here at Christ Fellowship and specifically also in South Florida. Um, and you are just rooted somewhere, staying, serving, um, not necessarily looking to what's next, what's ahead, what's better, what's greener on the other side. Um, and I think why this is such an important to com- conversation to have as young adults is a lot of us are in a season of life where we're either stepping into adulthood or like independence for the first time. And a lot of the times this season of life can be very um changing, a lot of changes happening, a lot of um, making decisions, a lot of moving, even geographically, job opportunities, all these different things. So sometimes it can either be hard to plant somewhere or it can be, um, like you said, not the priority. So I just wanted you guys to speak to that a little bit, just what you found that um, staying planted and being rooted somewhere and um, letting your roots grow down deep and just prioritizing that that spirit of stay, what that has done for you and your relationships and how it's added value. Yeah. Yeah, I think, you know, you can't build anything sustainable in your life unless you spend some time on it. Mm-hmm. And so about three years ago, I was in this place in life where I was miserable mm-hmm. and I was you know, in ministry, I was working for a church. I was doing all the things that you would say would be fulfilling, but I was miserable. And I was miserable because I didn't have community. Mm -hmm. And so as I started looking at, well, what does this mean for me moving forward in life? And what do I need to be looking for? You know, I moved down here and I made this decision of, I'm I'm gonna plan. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna stay because what I'm learning is like our generation, man, we are like this transient generation. Mm -hmm. We go to a place for a job opportunity. We spend three years there and then we pick up and we go somewhere new. And then we question why like we're so filled with anxiety and depression and why it's running rampant. 
And it's because we're not we're not solidified anywhere. We don't have people going to battle with us because we haven't stayed long enough yeah. to build that community. So as as I was processing, man, what do I want the rest of my life to look like? I don't I don't want to feel this way anymore. Mm-hmm. I started realizing like we were we were literally created to be in community. And like yeah. if you look at God, and He is like complete in Himself, and He is without need. And yet he exists in perfect community through the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. And if that's God and I'm created in his image, that must mean that I'm created to live in community as well. So if I'm missing that piece of my life, things are going to be messed up Mm -hmm. in how my life is moving forward. That's good. That's so good. That's so good. I would say for me, one of the benefits of staying planted, especially at one place, is you get to find who are the people who are lifelong lasting friends. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. There's friends who come and go mm-hmm. and serve the season, and I'm beyond grateful for that. Mm-hmm. But I'm also especially grateful for the friends who stuck around for two years, for five years, mm-hmm. for six years, you know, yeah. and so forth. And uh, those are the type of friendships that have called me up, encouraged me. Those are the friends that, um, and reality is, it's. When you're staying planted, it, it's building relationships, cultivating community is messy. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, I, I don't think we talked about enough how mm-hmm. it you know it's going to take times of being humble to say I'm sorry when you do mess up. It's going to take times to to call others up and say and encourage others and say hey like I see the value that God has placed over your life and, and I'm going to call you up to it um, and just being able to receive that as well. I, I think for me one of the the helpful uh, pieces during the long term is focusing my attention on others, focusing on others, but having an attention on myself. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that, so Paul writes in Philippians uh, chapter two, where he says, do nothing out of selfish ambition mm-hmm. or in vague conceit. No. Rather, in humility, value others above yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, do not seek not only your own uh, interest, but also the interests of others. Mm-hmm. And so what I mean, when I say focus on others, but my attention on myself is I'm going to focus on others, people's needs and so forth. But the question on myself, the attention is, how do I serve them? How do I encourage That's them? Mm-hmm. How do I meet them right where they're at? And frankly, for me, what I often tend to do is I usually have low to no expectations from others. Mm-hmm. One thing that's been helpful with that, it, it definitely keeps from being disappointed. Yeah. Uh, and and when, I'm, when I'm just focused on solely on how can I serve others? How can I meet yeah. their needs? How can I meet them right where they're at? Uh, God works through that. God, mm-hmm. God has used that to cultivate some deep, meaningful relationships. That's great. And, and I think ultimately just for me, just being the friend that I hope to see, mm-hmm. you know, be, being the friend that I want to see, yeah. um, and it, it allows me to, to simply, again, Create a culture where others can just be a part of that and say, wow, I want to be surrounded by that type of person. Yeah, Yeah, that's so good. I want to keep talking a little bit about what you guys have both mentioned in different ways, but um, we're not just talking about, you know, casual, we pass each other in the office or at on campus at school, like, hey, what's up? How are you doing? Like, that kind of thing. Right. We're not talking about, I think one of the things that makes me cringe that I feel like sometimes Christians and the church have gotten a bad rap for is like the, oh, like we should get coffee sometime. Crickets, like never <laughs> happens. It's like, oh, that's the worst. Yeah. Like I know I have been guilty of that and I don't want to be. And I know that um, the relationships that we're talking about are much deeper than that, mm. are much more complex than that they're like 
both of you have mentioned, like the rider dies, the lifers, the ones that will go to bat for you. Um, and that doesn't just happen by moments like that. Like we'll yeah. get coffee sometime and then we never do. So I wanted to get a little bit practical um, because I know that these are intentional pieces that I had to learn when I actually wanted to start having these meaningful, long lasting friendships that made me a better person, that helped me grow, that encouraged me. So what are some practical things that you implement with your friendships, with the people in your life to develop these these friendships that are just good for the soul, that are helping you grow, helping you get better every day? Yeah. You know, I think like you can't go 30 feet deep the first week you know someone. Right. At least like not me. I'm yeah. like, no way am I like sharing like every, the depths of my soul with you when we first meet. Yeah. But I think like you have to be consistent. Like that was me. Like keep showing up. Keep mm-hmm. going. And then you have to go first. Mm-hmm. I think all of us want people to come to us and pursue us in relationships. And I get that because mm-hmm. that feels good and it feels like our needs are being met. But like Jesus went first. Mm-hmm. And if we want to be like Jesus, we have to go first, which means we go and approach people. So we go and have the first conversation. And then we just keep doing it yeah. over and over again. And if we make space in our lives to just be around people, we'll find ourselves building community with them. And that's when that consistency happens. And yeah. that's when you start having those those harder conversations. That's when you start calling each other out and, mm-hmm. and calling each other up and, and pointing things out in each other's lives. That happens through consistency. Jonathan, what do you got for us? Practical things. Yeah, I mean, I mean you, you both touched on it, and I think it's just kind of going back to, hey, be the friend that you want to see. Yeah. Um, take that first move, take that first step. I know for me personally, um, one of the things I do, so one hack is, because when you're state planted, you get to meet a lot of people. Yeah. Uh, and it's, it'll be a lot to try to meet with everyone individually, one-on-one, right. all the time. Yes. Uh, so a hack for me is taking advantage of group gatherings. This mm-hmm. way you can just meet people, multiple, multiple people yeah. at the same time, have some quality time with everyone. Thursdays um, at 7.30. Thursdays at 7.30. <laughs> it's a great is the, place. It's a great, easy way to start. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then on top of that is just being intentional, uh, remembering details. Uh, so for me, what I often try to do, whenever someone comes to my mind, I don't hesitate. I text that person immediately. Hey, That's just want to let you know That's I'm awesome. thinking about you. Hey, how does that thing? How does that move to to college? How are you doing? How are you holding up? Uh, those, as you mentioned, is a great way to let someone know. Hey, like I like you. Like mm-hmm. I'm here for you. I'm with you. Uh, and those have been this. People have responded. Man, thank you so much. Yeah. Just from rem- remembering those details, that has meant so much to me. Just to know that someone is still thinking about me. Someone's praying for me. Someone's coming alongside of me. And it, it man, it, it definitely transforms. Just the relationship, just it, it makes it grow into a deeper level mm-hmm. to where when I'm creating margin in my life to have the time for the one-on-ones. Mm-hmm. When someone is struggling and in need, hey, and going kind of going back to, hey, let's have some coffee sometime. What I immediately do, I put the ball in the court. All right, tell me what are the great times for you? Mm-hmm. Like now, you know, what are, what are the great days and times? And yeah. we'll, we'll set it up. Um, this way, we're not allowing some ambiguous We'll figure it out sometime when we're, we're going to be intentional. We're going to set a time. Mm-hmm. And ha- by having the margin in my life to say, hey, you know what? Let's grab coffee. Let's grab a meal. Let's let's do something together. Let me walk with you with mm-hmm. you might be, whatever you might be going through. Uh, and that allows just deep, uh, more depth in the relationship yeah. to, for people to know, hey, like, we're not in this alone. Like, we're mm-hmm. doing this together. That's yeah. the whole point uh, of, of this Christian walk is, is not to do it alone, but it's to yeah. do it together. Yeah, I think that's a real struggle too, right? Like finding time, like I'm sure we all feel from time to time in different seasons, I'm sure it's different, but just busy, right? And I personally have been 
even the family member, the friend or the family member that's like, oh, I know you're busy, but if you have some time coming up, like, do you want to? And I have gotten to the point where I just cringe every time I hear that. And I'm like, I don't want to be the busy person. So I've been working on just trying to implement a rhythm of, you know, I don't want to schedule out every, you know, hang out that I'm going to have with my family or my friends and like mom I see once a week and then aunt and uncle I see twice every month like I'm not gonna I'm not trying to get to that level but I am trying to bring some intentionality like you said around um, what I do with the margin that I have in my life so I would love for you Emily to speak to some of that is there anything practical is there any rhythm that you've found that works for you when it comes to spending time with people I know I have a few friends that I love that they do this. Every time we have plans, they like put it on my Google calendar and I'm like, great. This is my love language here. So Emily, <laughs> what do you do? What are I some practical it. things? I love it. Yeah. I think the key is margin. Yeah. Like we have to create margin in our time and we have control over our time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think sometimes we forget that. Like there are so many things that are yeah. trying to demand our time, whether that be social media or Netflix or mm-hmm. all the things around us that want to take our time from us. And we have to guard our time and, yeah. and create margin within it. So for me, I made this conscious decision that I would pick what I need to prioritize. Mm -hmm. And those three things for me are my relationship with God Mm -hmm. and my relationship with people. And and then like my relationship with my family, like that, I need to value that. And Mm -hmm. then I backfill everything else. Mm -hmm. That includes my career. My career backfills my community. Mm -hmm. My community doesn't backfill my career. And I think a lot of times we have that switch and it doesn't mean I don't work hard. I love what I do and I could do it like 24 hours a day, but that is not what God created me to do. He created me to live in community with people. And so I backfill that and create margin to spend time with people. And then I I think about that margin. Well, what do I do with that? Well, there are certain people I need to spend more time with than other people. Mm -hmm. And those certain people are my community. Those are the people that are closest to my heart. Mm -hmm. Those are people who love Jesus very deeply Mm -hmm. and can call me out and can point things in my life and will go to battle with me when things are going on. Like those people are closest to my heart. Mm -hmm. I'm really careful about who I let closest to my heart for that reason. And I give them the priority of my time. And then after that, I give my other time to spending time with other people. I have a mentor that I spend time with. Awesome. I spend time investing in other people. And that after all of that, I backfill with the things that aren't nearly as important to my formation as a person. Mm-hmm. And that's my career. That's hanging out and doing things like watching Netflix yeah. or going shopping. Like I yeah. love those things, mm-hmm. but I, I backfill with those. Yeah. I want to highlight you something that you said about how your, your career backfills the people that you love and you care about. Yeah. I, I know for me, so currently what I do, I, I oversee the finances of a digital marketing agency. And you can imagine just going through the pandemic and even the recessions, I mean, it, it's a lot. Yeah. But just the importance of prioritizing people in our lives. I Because, I, I, you know, Pastor Todd has mentioned before, like when you're on your deathbed, yes. the, the, people, the thing that's going to come to mind is, I wish to spend more time in relationships, mm-hmm. in relationship with people. The careers, you're not going to be here thinking, I wish I spent more time in the office and so yeah. forth. Yeah. And I think when we have that long-term perspective, that influences what we prioritize, mm-hmm. what we spend our time on. Yeah. I, I've, one thing I personally remind myself consistently is you make time for what you value. Yeah. A- and, you know, I, I've that's what helped me when it comes to busyness of, oh, well, I have too much on my plate or I have so much, you know, all this going on at work. Well, in the end of the day, like you said, you're going to choose, you know, what you spend your time on. Mm-hmm. And 
if, if people are not a part of their equation, uh, don't get me wrong, there's going to be seasons of business and so forth. It's yeah. definitely understandable. Mm-hmm. But in the end of the day, uh, when it comes to prioritizing people, that's going to, one, be the most fulfilling, um, especially in a relationship, in a community, in a church community, but also the, the, the most formative as well. Yeah. yeah, that's so good. You know, if like if you're constantly saying I'm busy, busyness is not a season; it's your life. Mm-hmm. And like we are not to we're not meant to live in this like consistent like hustle culture of like mm-hmm. I just have to like maximize every effort to like move up on the ladder and expand my network and yeah. you know my Instagram following. Like that urgency, like we don't have to live that way. Like I I look at Jesus and he is like bringing the kingdom of heaven to earth, mm-hmm. and yet he always had time for interruptions. Yeah. Yeah. And so if Jesus could be interrupted, I definitely can be—I can slow down. Yeah. I can be interrupted. I can for create sure. margin in my life. Yeah. This is so important. I think it's exactly what you said. I thought of the same thing when Pastor Todd talks about, you know, the most important—the two most important things in our lives are not our jobs, our things, our yeah. money. It's relationships, relationships with God and relationships with People. So I'm glad we're having this conversation because um, no matter what your life looks like or what your schedule looks like, um, I would encourage any young adult who feels like they might be struggling in the area of community or feeling busy or feeling like um, it's not a priority to them. Number one, I think you guys are just a testament to the fact that community should be a top priority. Um and how great it could be for your life and even your walk with Jesus. And number two, I would just say, like we've all had to do, take inventory of your time and your day and where your time is going and what can stay and what needs to go and what yeah. where there's room to shift and who you can send a text to or who you can make some plans with. And um, there's time somewhere. You just You just might have to stop and find it and you might have to stop and make some hard decisions to make that space for yourself and ultimately— It'll be to your benefit in the end. But um, I just wanted to speak to that, what I maybe just mentioned a minute ago about a young adult who maybe feels um, like they're struggling in the area of community, making friends or finding community doesn't come easy to them. Or even like we talked about earlier, someone who maybe just moved here and doesn't doesn't know where to begin. I want godly community. I want friends who can bring me up and point me to Jesus in life and do all of the things that we've been talking about. Sign me up for it, but I don't know where to start. I don't know where to begin with that. I don't know how to get my feet in the water. So what do I do? Yeah. Well, first, let me say, like, if there is a young adult who doesn't feel like they have community or they feel alone, like, I'm sorry. Like, that, that's an awful feeling, mm-hmm. loneliness. And it's something all of us feel at times. Yeah. But that, that is a hard space to be in in mm-hmm. life. And so, like, keep going. You know, yeah. like, keep, keep showing up. Keep being consistent. It will change. But I also want to point out that, like, we've talked a lot about how we have these great communities. Mm-hmm. But, like, people hurt us, too. Mm-hmm. Like, m- my friends hurt me, and I hurt them. Yeah. And, and that happens. And we're going to find ourselves in great community when we stay consistent, when we don't quit. Yeah. And so we have to recognize that we live in a culture that's like all about cancel culture. Like mm-hmm. someone hurts you, cut them out. Someone, you know, someone doesn't treat you well, cut them out for your own sake. And like, that's not Jesus. Like, yeah. let's be people in a generation that says, I don't, I don't quit on people. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to show up with people. 
I'm going to show up to places that like-minded people are at, like Thursday mm-hmm. nights. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to show up. I'm going to show up to a group, and I'm going to engage in conversation. I'm going to talk to people after. And I'm going to recognize that people are going to hurt me, mm-hmm. and they are going to fail me because I'm going to hurt people, and I'm going to fail people too. And I'm not going to quit. I'm just yeah. going to keep going. And we will find ourselves in the midst of beautiful, like God-like community when we just stay the course with that. Yeah. yeah. Consistency yeah. is key. Yeah. Absolutely. So big. I would say for the young adult who's asking, how do I go about this? Um, one, I would encourage that young adult, it's possible. It's mm-hmm. possible to find great community, especially in healthy places. Um, and so just with that belief, keep going. Don't, yeah. don't, don't think it's, it's always going to stay this way. Um, the second thing I would say with that, just highlighting what Emily was saying earlier, take, take the first step. Be the friend that you want to see. Mm-hmm. Uh, John Maxwell, he has this, this input, uh, uh, this law. It's called the law of magnetism. Essentially, you attract who you are. Mm-hmm. And so if you want to be around godly people, if you want just ask yourself the question, hey, am I living this on myself? Am I being an example of that in the spaces I'm in? Yeah. And once we create that habit, once we, once we live this out and take steps towards it and we become that person, mm-hmm. we, we'll see, I've experienced in my own life, just naturally people are drawn to that. Yeah. And, and, and those people, one, either level up or those who already exemplify that just naturally get drawn to that. Mm-hmm. And so— and then ultimately, I mean, you can never go go wrong living the ways of Jesus. Yeah. I mean, if you just study his life and just how he treated people, how yeah. he walked, how he talked, you'll never go wrong exemplifying that. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, you guys have shared just so much wisdom. And I know there's things that in this conversation that I'm going to take with me and implement in my relationships and some practical things and some people that I'm going to send a text to after this to just let them know that I'm thinking about them. And um, this just— is a huge reminder to me and I hope to everyone listening that community is so important. And additionally, that there is a community of people that love you and care about you and want to have this kind of relationship we're talking about with you and that it's available. And sometimes it is hard and sometimes it's messy, but it is so important and it's, it's adds so much value to our lives. Yeah. So it's time for me to ask our final question All that right. we've been asking everyone on season two. I'm excited for your answers, <laughs> but what is the best piece of relationship advice you've ever heard? That's good. I would say leave people better than you found them. That's mm-hmm. great. That's, that has marked my life and just totally changed how I interact with others. Amen. That's good. Uh, I got to give credit to my mother. Uh, she said something to me in my sophomore year of high school. Uh, this applies to the fellows. could be tweaked to apply to the ladies. <laughs> um, but she, essentially she told me, how you treat the, the women in your life is how you treat your future wife. Wow. And for me, at that age, I mean, it, was, it, it completely shifted my mind into being more, being more mindful in how am I treating the women in my life? How am I treating my mom? How am I treating my aunts and just my friends in general? And that really caused me to say, you know what, if I want to be the best husband I could be, how can I treat my friends and so forth the best way I can now? How can I be a gentleman? How can I be, have a listening ear, you know, to hear them out when yeah. they're going through something? And essentially just be putting, taking steps into becoming the, per, the, the person that I desire to be. Yeah. Um, and right now I'm not married, <laughs> um, but it's, I've absolutely since then, has, I've seen how God has used that to completely shift my mind. That shifts the way I've acted and the way I behave yeah. and just elevate just the people around me. That's, That's so great. good. That's so helpful. Well, 
Thank you guys so much for Thank being you. here and for spending time on young and adulting. And again, we're just so thankful that this is something that you're passionate about, that you care about, and that plays out in your lives on Thursday nights and beyond in your relationships day in and day out. So I'm thankful to be able to spend a little time with you. And I'm thankful that people are going to be able to listen and hear from you um, as we all continue to get better at relationships together. So Thank you guys and thank, thank you. you to everyone who is listening or watching. We hope you enjoyed this episode and we will be back with another one next week. We'll see you later. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Young and Adulting. Follow us on Instagram at cf.youngadults. And if there's a topic you'd like to talk about, we want to hear about it. Send us an email or leave a comment with your thoughts. We'll see you next time.